This podcast is proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry. Hi, I'm Gordon Muller. I'm the guru in the Doc and Guru podcast. Thanks for being with us. For those of you who don't know me, I've spent over 40 years in the media industry in South Africa and uh, pretty much made it my home, my life, my passion. I have other passions, unfortunately, for my sins. I'm an Arsenal supporter and a Shark supporter, so we're going to do pretty much everything on the show as it pertains to media, marketing and money, but we don't take jokes about Arsenal or the Sharks. I'm Doug Mateus, uh, the doc on the show. Uh, and again, for those of you who don't know me, I've uh, spent 30 years in, in uh, various companies in South Africa uh, running uh, different marketing functions. And the last job I had, I was privileged in, uh, enough to work with a team that took uh, the brand to the fastest growing brand in South Africa in 2018 with a 47% year-on-year growth. So that was a, a great achievement uh, for the team and, and, and I'm really proud of that. Uh, from a personal point of view, I do a little bit of cycling uh, and also snow skiing. So we quite enjoy that. But again, uh, today's discussion is around all things marketing and media. Yep, that's right, Doc. All things marketing and media. No subject too big, no topic too small, no subject too hot to handle please get in touch with us on our facebook page follow us like us whatever it takes we would love you to be involved with the show and uh, we really want to make it as inclusive and as energetic as i know this industry is capable of gordon good morning how are you doing Excellent, Doc. Uh, really looking forward to our discussion today. I think uh, you and I have had enough uh, of dwelling on, on the dark thing. We want to get into, you know, what we do about it stuff. But apart from that, I mean, I think I'm really, took me a while to get into the Olympics, but I'm, I'm really excited when I saw that, that team walk on and some of the performances. Um, I'm not going to talk football today because I'm too depressed about that particular performance. We did so well for so long, we just couldn't convert it. But no, I think it's, it's good. Let's 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 start the rebuilding process now. Enough, enough in the history. We'll leave that to the people who put us solve it. Let's talk about what we do next. Well, I think so, Gordon. You know, I guess as a as a South African, you know, um, although you know we like to say we're resilient and, and we have cleaned up and, and we've seen communities, you know, of, of over differences uh, coming together for the common good. And I think that is wonderful. And that is what makes us great. But still, you know, as a, as a, as a person still reflecting on the last few weeks, you know, we saw the president's address. There's, there's certain things that now have been said. They have to stick. They have to happen. We've got to see tangible action. And I think just leading in, you know, this is a, we say it's a, a marketing and media show, but we also say it's everything in between. Today, we are going to talk macro branding and we're going to talk Brand South Africa. I mean, it's such a, an important part to showcase the face of our beautiful country to the rest of the world and to our own citizens. And I mean, no one better uh, to discuss that than someone I want to say in the hot seat, but certainly in the seat of power at um, Brand South Africa, Sitembele and Tubela. Uh, thanks very much for, for spending time with us, acting CEO at Brand South Africa. Thanks. Uh, we really welcome you on the show and we'd love to get your insights into uh, what you and your team are doing at Brand South Africa. Thank you, Doug and Gordon, for having me this morning. Thank you so much. I think straight into it, uh, just in terms of 
brand South Africa, if you could just give us a, a, a sort of a headline nutshell for people who are perhaps not that familiar. I guess the, the obvious thing is you promote the country, but I mean, it's, it's a little bit more in depth than that. If you could just give us a, a synopsis of what you and your team do and, and are currently doing. Okay, um, Brand South Africa, as you know, is the, it's the official marketing agency giving a very straight mandate. And that mandate is to build South Africa's nation brand reputation and image, right? And, and we really build that or we, we, we work with and through various stakeholders, as you can imagine. Um, this is a, a country of 59 million old South Africans. They each think differently. They each have you know, their own opinion. And, and one of the, the, the challenges in what that is facing us as a brand is to then, you know, build that social cohesive country, if I may call it that way, in, in the sense that we have to rally behind one common goal and one common objective that guides us. And, and, and that's the, the National Development Plan, you know, the Vision 2030, which uh, becomes our Bible as a country. So my role essentially at Brand South Africa, recently appointed um, as the acting CEO, um, but for many years we have been with the organization since 2011. So have been privileged enough to see the dynamics, you know, the lows and the highs of the organization. Um, but in a nutshell, our, our, our activities really embark on South Africa as an, an investment destination of choice or a preferred investment destination. But we don't only focus on the international front because we understand that building a brand, um, it's crucial to build it inside out. So there's that aspect of also building a brand, approaching it from a home perspective, because it's quite, you know, it's quite important. Think of it this way. I always say to people, it's good and well to invite tourists to come to this country, to invite investors when you have not rallied your people to buy into the vision of the brand and support and leave the brand passionately. Because what we'll find is that you'll find two voices that are clashing because you will bring this international community and your environment is not enabling or welcoming enough because of the socioeconomic challenges. So then leads me to the domestic program um, that we are responsible for as Brand South Africa, which we do through the Play Your Parts program, which really is a call to action program that we introduced in 2011 to get South Africans to buy into South Africa, South Africa, the brand, if I may call it that way. So our day-to-day -day job really involves finding new and different ways of promoting South Africa, finding new and different voices that are going to be messengers and storytellers of South African story because we know that we are such an inspiring countries and we've got a diversified economy. So for us as Brand South Africa, it remains imperative that we work with multiple, uh, multiple stakeholders in driving our multi-pronged um, agenda. So in a nutshell, that's what we do. Great, thanks very much. And I think the, the important part, you, and, and I guess, you know, once you say it, it it's, sounds pretty obvious, is to make sure your own people love your own country before you're trying to get in, you know, foreigners to come in. And, and I guess that's that, that's the important thing with any type of marketing. Gordon, you and I have spoken at length now through the last um, two years of our show in terms of making sure you've got internal ambassadors. You know, so often people are outwardly focused. And I look at myself and I, I guess one of my shortcomings, if, if, I, if I look critically at my career, is I spent more of my time outward focused than inward focused. And I guess you've got to find that balance. So thanks very much for, for clearing that up. And yeah, as South Africans, you know, we do need to start, it's kind of, you've got to start at home before before mm. you look, look outward. Absolutely. 
No, it's it's been a it's been a tough two weeks, obviously, and and uh, you know, obviously, we want to focus on on the response rather than um, you know the symptoms of the illness right now. But I think something peculiar to South Africans, we we tend to know more about what we've done wrong than what we've done right. We have an obsession with with analysing what we've done wrong and and not focusing on the upside. And I just think um, if we're talking brand, and we're talking brand essay then we know that in the last couple of years, one of the key elements um, has been trust. In any brand, trust is now emerging as a core deliverable. And, you know, there's a concern, I think, that obviously trust to a degree in the brand has, has been compromised. But in terms of my, my initial opening statement about focusing on what we do right, we need also to understand this is a global phenomenon. Um, that we are, we are the in, in, in the Edelman Trust Barometer 2021 of the 27 countries evaluated, we we are the fifth uh, highest in terms of the overall burst of trust bubble. But what's intriguing is, you know, we're fifth, we're not first. We've got the impression that this is happening nowhere else. India, Brazil, Colombia, Thailand, all of them have had a bigger trust bubble burst than we've experienced. And shortly, and on almost one, it's like a one-point difference, pretty much on the same score is Spain. So it's not just uh, unique to us. I think we really got to hang on to the thought that this is a global uh, pandemic yeah, yeah. causing anxiety. And, and what's incredibly interesting for me in that same Edelman Trust uh, Barometer report, we've highlighted in there globally the number one reprioritizing of things that are important in my life Believe it or not, and I, I say them, you think I'm talking about South Africa. Healthcare, poverty, education. education. Number yes. three in the world. We've got so obsessed with thinking it's just our problem. Nobody else has got this problem. So yeah, I think let's let's look at the big picture like we should be for any brand, I guess. Um, and and you're quite right if I may chip in there um, because gone if I mean I I did have a look at the the Edelman Trust Barometer. But what is insightful, you know, we tend to, to, to look and analyze information, but we don't translate it into action plans, right? And, and the Edelman Trust specifically tells us as South Africans that we need to be working closely with the most trusted stakeholder. And they allude to civil society, they allude to business. So yes, what it, absolutely. Uh, yeah, it's also what it does. It says, brand South Africa, you have got to, you know, to walk the journey and swim with those swimmers that are that are feeling, you know, um, the, the 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 trust, the the vision of the country, the direction where we are taking this brand, and for me, and it taps into the insights in 2017 when we hosted what you call a country of origin, a nation brand forum where we mobilized businesses to say how can we work together, how do we co-create inventions, innovations, you know, remarkable things as 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 um, the brands of Africa, but also as as a private sector, because these are the guys that are number one. They carry the the trust, and the Edelman Trust has told us that. But also, it they, they are sitting on the wealth of information. But they, also, they can help us with you know streamlining the economies of scale. So for me, the Edelman Trust not only did it tell me that it's not only us, but it said, "Hang on, you have an opportunity. It's not as bad as it is. The trust with government and media, yes, it's compromised." However, if you work with these other two stakeholders, there's quite, you know, I would say remarkable work that we can do together. And I think now is the time more than ever to co-create with business sector. 
Yeah, I think absolutely, you know, and and and, and I think that is exactly it. You know, what one doesn't want to see, I certainly, as a South African citizen, I don't want to see people only come together when it's absolute chaos and mayhem and you're forced together mm-hmm. out of necessity. You know, you've got to take some of that togetherness and, and respect and love of each other as people, citizens in a country and harness that, as Gordon says, to look at the good. You know, and a lot of a lot of the time you are geared at at survival and it's and it's fight or flight. Yeah. And, and certainly we saw that over the last two years. No doubt about that. It's now the cleaner, but I want to see action stick. And I think, you know, if we can get to that um culture almost and a national culture. Um, and I think the president mentioned, not in the last address, but the previous one, he spoke about cleaning up South Africa, working together, all the rest of it, you know, and that, that example isn't unique. It's happened around the world. Uh, and if one looks at Miranda as an African neighbor of ours, uh, a, a, as an example of countries coming together, just talking uh, a little bit about, you know, two other indicators. There's the Good Country Index that I had a look at on your website. Um, Mm-hmm. And there, you know, we ranked uh, 41st out of 149 countries in, in the latest one across seven criteria. And then, Gordon, you, you mm-hmm. and I remember a few weeks ago, we had uh, Jeremy Sampson in from Brand Finance, and he spoke about the soft power index. In other words, nation mm-hmm. branding as well. And then on that report, just, and again, for our listeners who perhaps missed that episode, if you, you want to scroll back and, and listen to it, Brand Finance, Jeremy Sampson, we came 37th uh, out of 100. And there were yeah. 75,000 mm-hmm. people interviewed, so very robust, 100 countries. So again, 37 out of 100, and in good country, 41 out of 149. So again, there's, there's good stuff there. Obviously, the areas to improve on, mm-hmm. um, you know, but at, at least we're on, the, we're on that journey, and obviously we are, have been. But it's a question now, uh, your point is to, is to work together and take us to, you know, a better and even better position on whichever score Absolutely. problem. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you know, that's... Uh... Good country guide uh, index for me was, was fascinating. Um, and there's some interesting little snippets as always. I mean, our overall position, we're still uh, number one in terms of, of the African continent with Uganda, at, you know, coming in at 65 and Senegal behind at 66. But we're also ahead again of, of, of a huge economy like India, which is really interesting for me. So, again, let's just stop with the, the beating ourselves up here. Let's analyze what we're doing right and what, you know, and not focus on, on the only wrong. And some of the things are interesting, you know, so coming back to the issue of service and play your part, I noticed that on the prosperity and uh, equality Access and um, we score really badly on one of the criteria, which is volunteering for United Nations projects. We come in at ninety six, a so forty one position overall, ninety six on that. But there, that's the, the reason we don't volunteer on UN projects because we've got our own projects. We don't need the UN uh, to do it. I mean, I, I know very very few people in my circle of friends who are not engaged in some form of project. Uh, community-based, faith-based, um, cultural, whatever the case may be. So I think yeah, we do better than the scores actually indicate. But the one which is interesting for me, and we're talking tourism now, we, we didn't do well on, on, on culture, our creative exports. So we contribute to UNESCO, but we still rather weak on cultural exports or creative cultural export, which I find interesting. So we've got to come back to marketing South Africa as more than, you know, just the Kruger National Park. We've got to unlock the, the, the richness of, of, of culture and creativity in this country. 
You're listening to The Dark and the Guru, proudly brought to you by Infinity Media. Um, and you, you are quite right. You know, if you look at um, the brand associations and, and what has built South Africa's awareness over the years, um, we're talking about tourism and by default, that's why you are, you are alluding to the big five. And people will think, you know, yeah, Africa, this way you will see, you know, animals just, you know, like lions roaming on the streets. And, and yet we know that that is far from the truth. But our job as Brand South Africa is to diversify that story, right? Is to, is to shift the old um, brand construct or brand association and move them to the up and coming now, the, the real new news that is, hasn't been told. So if I may make references to the Good Country Index, for the longest time, we've been performing good for our peacekeeping, you know, peace and security role um, until the latest one where we got a knock. We've been sitting at two and number two, and then we, I think we're about 11 or 12. And really, it, it, it alludes to the fact that not that we're doing something wrong, but we have not deployed enough troops, for instance, to intervene in the regional you know, uh, crisis in, 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 during the period, I would say, of, of, of the study. But it does not take away from our ability to restore peace, you know, which is all the peacekeeping force that we have been doing in the past. So I think it's us that has to tell that story. It's us that has to tell the story that says, even though we are not part of the UN volunteering program, but we have, you know, the gift of the givers. And MTS and his marvelous work globally and, and, and at a massive scale. So we need to say, if you know these guys, these are one of us, these are South Africans. I'm talking about the doctors beyond borders, the nurses beyond borders. There are so many of them where we actually are playing our part as citizens, which then says, perhaps, you know, if you look at the reputation of countries, you know, there's the citizenship is, is one is, is one of the dimension that is quite important, you know, because it speaks to the ability of us being able to care for our own citizens as well as looking um, globally. And I think we really do well. But have we told that story, Gordon? <laughs> I don't think so. I think we have not told it enough. You know, sometimes people, like particularly from the international communities, they look at these beautiful stories, but they cannot find a home for it. And it's our job to place those beautiful stories under the banner of South Africa so that we then profile and showcase as a reason to believe in South Africa, that South Africa does inspire, you know, new and different ways. Um, in several Absolutely. Uh, you know, and, and swinging back to that Elden Trust Barometer, so I mentioned healthcare, poverty, education as the top three uh, focal points that have shifted now, you know, that need to be resolved. Number four is climate. I think we're going to figure that one out. Yes. Number five, in that ranking of things which have impacted my life negatively and have to change, is fake news. And yep. and I think yes. we've seen in the last two weeks the power, again, of, of, of fake news to, to disrupt any positive response. Um, I'm swinging back now to Edelman Trust Barometer. Doc, we, we chatted about this one, I think, with Jeremy a while ago. And we have, um, you know, the, the second biggest trust gap between what the Edelman report calls the informed public and the mass mm-hmm. population. We're number two in terms of the gap in trust. So if the more informed you are, the more your trust is, the less informed, you're less your trust is. But what intrigued me then, Doc, you'll remember, was the country in the world measured in those top 27 that has a bigger problem between informed and ill-informed is Australia. It's quite extraordinary. And yet Very if I look at the layout of 
the COVID response in social media, it looks appalling. It looks completely confused. So I think we've got to come back then to part of this brand SA initiative has got to be how do we keep people informed externally and internally? And is that part of the, the initiative for brand SA? Is that part of your mandate communicating? Um, you know. Yeah, it is definitely because if you look at how the world has suddenly changed and, 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 and the world revolves around digital, you know, arena now. So that is when you see the outburst of this fake news. And what we do is we work with our ambassadors that are in the space, you know, in the tech space and the digital space, and they advocate for how do you really, you know, see or check how, you know, news are, you know, between fake and, and, and the real stuff. And, and we advocate through Playopart. Um, we call them Leopard ambassadors, and that's precisely why we decided to work with ambassadors because we know that we cannot be everywhere. But they have a huge following, these guys, and they have a huge influence. Um, so some of them they are in that space, and it's something that possibly we are going to embark on and focus on going forward since the world has changed because of the COVID dynamics, and now people are working remotely, and it's very easy to spread fake. Our job is to pull people together and tell them the good story of what reputation is and what reputation is not. And we have seen that recently as well, because there's a lot of news. There were a lot of news in the past unrest um, in the past weeks where, you know, there were too many voices and these voices were, were contradicting, you know, each other. And, and our role, we were sitting here as Brand South Africa thinking, my goodness, you know, some, some other countries would say it's reputation one-on-one. -on -one. If you were to be brutal honest and it is reputation one-on-one -on -one. if you are building a, a a country and you are rallying behind one brand vision there has got to be one story that is told and it is our job and also our mandate to influence with the powers that be from an executive authority to say hang on can we make sure that from a messaging point of view there's an alignment that also reduces all sort of deals with the issues around the fake news because what people do in South Africa, they get excited and then they take and they dissect the information, they recreate their own depending on, on what favors them that particular day. But it, it becomes really our mandate in the sense that it is reputational. It's reputation issues that we're talking about, fake news or not, it is reputation um, issues and we'll have to, as brand South Africa, to be more hands-on in advocating for people to just be careful of spreading those. And we do those initiatives. I'm sure when you visit our website, you'll see some of those that we have done in the past. Yeah, well, that's great because I mean, you know, I guess that's that responsible overarching brand role of, of talking. And I think one of the most embarrassing parts, and we don't have to rehash it, was, you know, the, the dissent within uh, our president's own spokespeople last week and, and it's still simmering now you know a says that and b says the next thing and and certainly he from a reputational point of view uh has to pull that together and get one voice uh and and, and certainly get that sorted out just a, a changing tactic but please tonight that we spoke to one of your brand ambassadors last week brad abana from qatar with uh, the upcoming oh wow yes yeah. so we had brad on the show and, and he was singing the praises about i guess the theme was building bridges between the, the the community in the Middle East and, and South Africa, so yeah, just uh, that just triggered wow. the thought as you were speaking. That's good. Yeah, That's and it is, good. yeah, and he's a he's one of those good news type guys. Um, to to to, to solve. Very respected. Yeah, mm. he is, and as a, you know, he's a seasoned marketer, so it makes it easier, uh, I guess, to 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 guide him. But I mean, I suppose one of the things that you were talking earlier about 
new news, new stories, not just the, the proverbial table mm. mountain big five. We've all seen those pictures. I, I guess you and your team, are, are you guys working at crafting those and, and giving it to your ambassadors to disseminate around the world? Um, yes, of course. So what we also have is um, Global South Africans, a program. So we've got Play Apart that targets, it speaks to South Africans um, and gets South Africans really behind the brand. So what you find is a cocktail of South Africans that are excelling in the creative arts space, maybe in science and technology, and we then give them, we empower them with messages, the talking points of South Africa, so that when they inter they travel internationally, because what we find is that some of them, they actually travel internationally because of their footprint, and then we get them to be the messengers of, you know, of South Africa. And then the global South African targets the South Africans that are living abroad. So the experts community, and we have quite a strong community in, in, in various countries, for instance, in Australia, big community that we meet. I mean, before COVID, we would travel to Australia, New Zealand, um, we would go to UAE because we understand that our people are at that side and we mobilize them and we give them, you know, messages around South Africa's competitiveness and attractiveness and we give them, you know, reasons to believe, but also not that we are brainwashing them, but we are saying for instance, when you are asked about, you know, crime in your country, there should be at least some reason that tells our audiences internationally that we are doing something about it. So that has been our agenda um, in terms of putting those um, programs in place. And they have been working for us. We can just only amplify those. And currently the storyline, as I've said, is to shift perception. Um, the Good Country Index, if you look, one area as well that we are doing very well, though in the 30s, but it's science and technology. And, and it's not, you know, it's not bad in the way that because we have not focused enough in terms of, you know, inventions or, you know, successes that, are, that have been driven by that sector. We have not communicated enough, but we've actually decided that the GDP construct of South Africa anyway, 60% of it is, is um, relying on the service industry. So it's more what you call services than what you would say, you know, it's manufacturing. And what we need to do is talk about those financial, you know, the financial strength of our banks, um, you know, the stability of our economy. We have to talk about our hotel and tourism industry, all those multidimensional, you know, factors that when you look um, at them holistically, they really build and they hunt a country's reputation. The other day I bumped into you might actually know it. Um, some piece of research that that looks at the reputation of best countries um, by U.S. News and BAV, which I think is the Brand Evaluation um, Assets um, Index, and it looks at those countries. I mean, across I think it's seven dimensions where it looks at the quality of life, it looks at um, the culture, the heritage, it looks at, at innovation, and South Africa really does not perform that bad. If you really look at South Africa amongst other countries, I think it's about 38. It's sitting at a 38, at number 38. And it's, if it's ranked at number 38 and you still look, it's the first African country that's shooting up there. But also across all those dimensions, culture needs to be nurtured. Heritage needs to be nurtured because those are the indices or the areas, dimensions that are driving our, you know, our beautiful perception, or if I may say, reputation. So for us, I really think it's about time that we dissect um, this, this story of South Africa and then give it almost a, a, a niche. You know, you know uh, we, we follow certain countries. Look at what South Korea has been able to do, right? By just focusing on, 
on one dimension that is great and using that to then influence on the other strengths of their country, which is something that we've been doing for many years, but I just think it, we need to be more aggressive and we have to get private and public sector partnerships rallying behind the brand South Africa so that we are able then to, in, to discharge our mandate at a more bigger scale, if I may call it like that, yeah. I think I think you've raised yeah. You raised a, a couple of really interesting points here, and, and I enjoyed the the shift in in, in the narrative and the lens to uh, to South Korea, for instance. And I think that's another one of our obsessions in this country. In this country is and I've just finished reading a, a book by economist uh, Gideon Rackman called Easternization about the shifting uh, dynamics of, of global economics and. Just uh, he makes a really good point. You know, we are fixated so often with a, a Western European or, or a Scandinavian standard as the benchmark, where we need to be looking at the benchmarks within BRICS, for instance, um, a much more positive and, and affirming kind of lens. Just coming back to play your part, because that's that's the exciting stuff for me. And uh, hopefully, in the next week or so, we're going to be chatting with. Uh, a team from Project Wusilela, which is a team that's going to rebuild community radio stations after the damage done to them, um, is your your website is driven off a series of pledges. So I pledge, for instance, not to drink and drive. I pledge to educate myself and open myself to skilling every day. I'm trying to reconstruct that website in my own mind and revisualize it. I don't know that there is a, a, a pledge there to to stop disseminating harmful and destructive information. And if there isn't, I really think that should be a, a pillar, a cornerstone of it. Um, you know, I mean, I, I just noticed the other day, and you fall into this habit whether you mean to. So I was tweeting or, or something, I was responding to something from The Guardian, and I, and I was responding to the headline, and I began to, to tweet, and it gave me a prompt, which I think is brilliant, you know, uh, said, would you like to read the article? Really? I felt embarrassed, actually, at myself for, for dropping my own stand. So, could we start? I pledge to read the article before I tweet about yes, it. You know, yes. just think for me, it's it's something that we we've been passing on. And and to anybody, bless you all who keep forwarding me stuff um, on WhatsApp and and even worse, forwarding many times stuff. I just delete it. So. If you're forwarding me stuff in the fervent hope that I'm going to read it, any of my mates out there, stop it, guys. I'm just deleting anything that's forwarded. And if it's forwarded many times, I, I might just reboot my phone. It doesn't happen. So please, let's have a pledge there, uh, sit and belly on, you know, I pledge to read the article. Um, very embarrassed at my own standard there. <laughs> Absolutely. I promise I'll check. I thought we did cover that, but definitely I'll just ask the team to be more aggressive there. Because, I mean, that's a number one reputation killer. <laughs> Fake news. Yeah. It is. Okay. You know, guess, you know uh, we've all seen this in, in living in the world of, as you said earlier, you know, the, the, the digital world and certainly that is here in our lifetime for keeps and it's in sh some shape or form. But it's it's responsibility, you know, and it's sometimes people do things knowingly to inflict harm and damage and sometimes it's just being naive and, and you think you're doing something good mm. by sharing something. So I think it's, it's a little bit of introspection, questioning, um, and then, you know, almost sending it or not sending it. It's an agile thing is sometimes you've got to sleep on it, you know, uh, and, yeah. uh, and, and sometimes you get that clarity. 
So to really, I mean, we can chat for a long time, but unfortunately, we're running out of time. So I'm going to need Gordon to close out today. But just one last question from my side. If people want to engage with you, are you on social platforms? How do they get hold of you or Brand SA? Um, for Brand South Africa, essentially, the, um, you, they, they can follow us. I mean, our website is brandsouthafrica.com. And our platforms, um, social media, on Twitter, it's at brand underscore SA. Um, and on Facebook, it's Official Brand South Africa. Um, it's the same as well as um, on Instagram. It's Official Brand South Africa. If they would like to get hold of me, I am on LinkedIn as um, Sitembile um, Dombela. So that's fine. They can find me there or they can also find me on Twitter. I am at um, the underscore Sitem. Or they can just drop me an email. I don't mind sharing my email. I mean, because this is a credible platform. So I, I don't think people will be spamming me as such with endless messages. But uh, my email address is sitembilen at brandsouthafrica.com. And, and really, if it really, the storyline or the vision is about building a better South Africa, then I'm, you know, I'm, I'm very much thrilled to connect with the international community, with our stakeholders out there, as long as it's all about building a country that we all can be proud of. Thanks so much. Thank many thanks. Way. I'm going to hand over Gordon for you to close out. But thank you very much. And again, like we always do every week, we encourage our listeners out there to really be part of the conversation. You know, get involved. Uh, you're a proud South African. Be part of the mix. And Gordon, I'm going to leave it up to you to close it out today. No, I just want to have one question on the fake news front for you, Doc. Is it true? Because I believe from some of the pictures I saw on uh, on WhatsApp that you watched Richie Carapaz uh, winning the... Uh, the men's road race at Tokyo and in your lycra shorts and your full cycling outfit. <laughs> Gordon, this is exactly why you got think, to sleep on I it. I think it needs to be clarified. You've got to think about it. We need, we need to qualify. Gordon, we got to ride in the, the baggies, you know, that they designed for oh, okay. and not the tight shorts that uh, the tops, the cyclists. <laughs> I can ride a bicycle. I'm not a cyclist. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just checking because this is a family podcast, Doc. So we're going to have none of that stuff. Yeah. <laughs> but no, I was going to say on a serious note, though, Gordon. I think we have taken the issue of fake news seriously because yeah. we've, you know, now if you lie on or say or share a spread fake news, you might be arrested. That's it. That's as tough as they've been. We've we've put those stringent me uh, measures, and the government has already done that. So it's effective. We must be careful. Again, it's teaching a culture of responsibility. Absolutely, and I, let's leave it on that, guys. Let's preach that culture of responsibility. This is our country. We love it. We all want to contribute, and I think, Sidibeli, uh, thanks once again. We'll work with you as and when uh, the uh, Play Your Part Awards kind of reaches yes. uh, a climax, whatever, please let us know and whatever role we can play, we'd love to do that. And to any of our listeners out there today, I've mentioned uh, Project Vusilela, which is one of the topics we'll be covering. Anybody else there who's got a positive project mm -hmm. on the hashtag Rebuild South Africa, please let us know. We'd love to, to give it some playtime and let's start rebuilding right now, today. So thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for your time. Ciao for now. Thank you. And so that was another episode of The Doc and the Guru. Please don't uh, forget to get a hold of us on Facebook, like us, follow us, uh, subscribe to the podcast. And then from my side, you can get a hold of me on LinkedIn, Dr. Doug Mataz. I'm uh, very active and very keen to hear about your views uh, and certainly will respond. And hopefully we can bring that into the show.
Thanks, Doc. And it's uh, Gordon Miller, the guru, signing off. Thank you for being with us and listening into this podcast today. You can pick up the discussion with me on my Twitter handle, at Mzanzi Media. And I'd love to engage with you on any of the issues that we've taken on in the show. And take us at our word. This is really going to be an open forum. There are no subjects that are taboo. And we'd love to have some of the younger, more under-listened, if that's the correct phrase, uh, voices to join us uh, in this discussion. Thanks for your time. The Dark and the Guru, proudly brought to you by Infinity Media, incubating innovative businesses in the media industry.